Shall we say hi? <laughs> we can say hi. Hey guys. This is the awkward podcast of <laughs> the haunting that is my favorite, aka my favorite haunting, in which we're both really fucking awkward. Yes. Very awkward. So hi. Um, either one of us has pestered you incessantly until you've given in and, and listened to this, or you've somehow stumbled across it randomly. Either way. <laughs> hi. We appreciate you. <laughs> right? It's your turn to talk now. Oh. Talk now. Um, <laughs> this is Mel. Oh, hi. I'm Ames. <laughs> that we'd introduce ourselves if you're coming in on the third episode. And this is, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Perfect. See? And we were just like, I don't know. How do we do this? Do we do, do we have a thing? And yes, episode three. That is, it's our third episode. We don't, we don't really have a a theme for this one no because there was a misunderstanding when we were talking about it there was a bit of a miscommunication <laughs> it's okay though um it'll work it'll be fine because there's ghosts yeah kind of well my uh, mine Might it's not okay <laughs> it, it, there's there's a bit of a uh <laughs> a, a spirit-like element I'm clearly the one with the misunderstanding, so whatever. You'll enjoy it, maybe. And if you don't, just lie to me and pretend that you did. <laughs> okay, then. So um, you're going first with this one, right? Yeah, I'll go first. Cool, you go first. Okay. I'll be, I'll be on deck with the color commentary. The what? The color commentary. Oh, because everyone needs to know what our color is. Um... <laughs> I think we mentioned this before. There's no colors in podcasting. Oh, Unless you right. see sounds and colors, which... Oh, synesthesia. Yeah, that... Oh, sh that was really loud. I'm sorry, you guys. Shh, I'm really sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, that thing. That's a thing. I read a whole book when the main character had that, and it was like... Um, was that book Red Sparrow? Did she end up being an alien? No. <laughs> okay, so no, that was not it. My up fiction she ended up being like black widow but not really black widow oh okay no and then they made it a movie oh it was pretty good jennifer lawrence was in it oh oh that okay the one that's made to tie us all over until the the real black widow movie there's a cat crawling on my back hi guys it's the podcast with the cats yes um, no matter where we're recording, <laughs> there are cats everywhere. Well, this one seems to think that I'm a jungle gym, and yeah. she keeps she wants to be in my lap, but she doesn't fit, so she keeps climbing up my back. It's yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> I feel like we should do like um like a video podcast. Is that a thing? Like like do it like record like video record ourselves one day and post it like just for shits and giggles. <laughs> So that people can see what we do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm okay with uh, having the visual side uh, left to the imagination. Yeah, that's true, because then I'd have to put on makeup, right? Yeah. And that's my pride and joy today, pajamas and makeup. Pajamas and no makeup? <laughs> like, wait, pajamas and makeup? <laughs> pajamas and lack of makeup. Makeup in the sense that it doesn't <laughs> exist on my face today. <laughs> 
I'm very tired. Okay, so uh, moving on. Hey guys, a weirdy jar. Welcome. So, yes, and, uh, uh, yeah. So, okay, tell me a story. <laughs> My next haunting that I looked up, got some interesting information about, is Disneyland in Anaheim, California. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I didn't know about this until just right now, you guys, I promise. I'm so excited. Mine sucks. <laughs> I'm kind of mad I let you go first now. I can't I, follow I, this. I'm sorry. But I wanted to keep it a secret. I wanted you to be surprised. I'm very surprised. <laughs> I thought you did the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> no, I did not do Nessie. Sorry. Which, which wasn't a ghost, obviously. But I was like, all right, it's paranormal. It's kind of like mythic. We'll go with it. It falls within the, the... That's not until, like, episode 200 when we can't find any more hauntings. <laughs> oh, there will always be more hauntings. If We'll just... We'll piggyback with the My Favorite Murder Girls and, like, grab onto, like, some of their murders and then follow up, like, now the house is haunted. <laughs> and that's all we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like... Like I'm sure, I'm sure there's an episode with um, Charles Manson somewhere yeah. in there. I'm sure they've covered him. Yeah, they did. I don't remember. And the Sharon Tate, is that the one they murdered? Right? Because her that house is haunted. Oh, where they like were weird and went and did stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. That pretty much covers the whole Manson reign. Yeah, they were weird and did stuff. That's basically it. Yeah, I don't do murders, see? But, I mean, we do, like, the follow-up to the murder. Like, someone gets murdered and now their ghost remains looking for vengeance. Yes. And, and avenge, a vengeance. Revenge? Revengers. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to have a name. Okay, tell your story. Okay, so there are lots and lots of different sightings all around... The, um, I almost called it a campus, theme park, there, all around the theme park. Park Yeah, that's a better choice of words. Um, So the first one we're going to start with is on the monorail. (laughs) And so what people have um, been saying is late at night when um, people are driving the monorail, I'm assuming... This is when they're, the park closes and they're like taking it back to wherever they park it for the night and stuff. They see a young man running along the monorail track on the back, in the back of the park. So like, I don't know how the park is specifically set up, but the back part that's, I'm assuming that's the farthest away from the main gate <laughs> is the back. That, that's t- I think that's typically what back means, yeah. Um, and they think that this is a 19-year-old that tried to sneak into the grounds um, for every June, um, Disneyland holds a grad night for graduating seniors. <laughs> Are you okay? No, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to start. Go, go, go. So this uh, 19-year-old, um, um, apparently he either was not invited or didn't have the money to get in, or I don't know exactly why, but he was trying to sneak in. He climbed up the back gate, 
or fence, not gate, fence. And like the part that where the monorail is closest to the fence and like landed on the monorail. A security guy saw him, was trying to tell him, you know, get down, get down, that's dangerous. And he just ran away. And he eventually got down to a part where certain parts of the monorail track, there's these canopies over the walkways underneath the monorail track. He got down on top of one of those. And um, it wasn't enough clearance for a person to be there. And the monorail went by. Mm -hmm. And it dragged him for like 30, 40 feet. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, his they say his name was... Thomas Cleveland. So he he died. Yeah, he died. Yes. And yeah, so that's the monorail figure that goes running along the tracks in front of the monorail. And let's see. Of all the places to haunt, though, like if you're going to spend your eternity of your afterlife anywhere. But just running along the monorail all the time. Well, yeah, that sucks. But do you think that's the only the only place that he really is, or that's just where everybody sees him? And then, like after that, he's like free to roam for the rest of the night wherever he wants to go. I I don't know. I mean, some people say they are just stuck in a loop of what happened to them, so they keep reliving over and over what they went through. Oh, that yeah. Well, that goes to the whole point of like the different kind, the intelligent versus the um. Uh, residual? Yeah, residual. That's the thank you. Um, where the residual is just like the one where you're like, this guy in period clothing just walks through the doorway at the same time every night, but doesn't acknowledge anything. Versus the intelligent one that's like, you know, what I had in my apartment that would like slam doors and throw things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see what what place do we want to move to next. I guess we'll go to the next one in order. I have Space Mountain. Space Mountain says um, they have a ghost called Disco Debbie. Disco Debbie. Love it. And they say she's a glowing green ghost inside the ride. Um, it's, they say it, it, used, it was a cast member that died behind Space Mountain building of an aneurysm. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, There wasn't a whole lot of specifics about where they see her or what she does, but this glowing green and inside the ride area. Um, There also is another ghost people see. They call him Mr. One-Way on Space Mountain. Um, He is said to have reddish hair and a red face. And he sits down to sing, next to single riders, and then by the time the end of the ride comes, uh, he's gone. Shut your face. <laughs> and sometimes they say they see him in the cast locker room of Space Mountain also. So I feel like if that story were... I mean, that's a good one. That's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. But imagine if that was in like the Haunted Mansion. You get in the like car... You've been, no, 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 you haven't been to Disney. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I can't wait to go to Disney with you. Oh, my God, it's going to be so much fun. The Haunted Mansion is one of my favorites. Um, Terrified the shit out of me as a child. But I was, (laughs) like, it's one of those, like, my parents forced me to go on it when I was, like, four. And Mm. it's a little maybe bit too scary for a four-year-old. But, well, I mean, I guess it depends on the four-year-old. But, like, 
my like you know my dad was probably fucking with me like in the line like oh the the ghosts are gonna get you and then i get on this ride and there's like all these it's really cool there's like all these holographic ghosts that like dance around and stuff and they they pop up in these and they, they like they make it like it's disney so they make it like oh but they they don't they're not trying to scare you they're just trying to like be social and you know yeah. They they miss their life and they just come out to sing and you know whatever. <laughs> if you've ever heard the the song that they that because you can Google the song that they sing like through the ride mm-hmm. and um, they're like you know grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize <laughs> and um, they they try to make it like silly but as a four year old and you know the wait for like any Disney rides like seventeen hours long and being like tormented by your dad the whole time like the oh, ghosts nice. are gonna get you you know it messed me up but as an adult it's one of my favorites but anyways <laughs> imagine you're getting into going to that ride and it's like one of those ones that like the cars are continuously moving yeah and you hop on as it's going like imagine you do that and then somebody gets in with you when you think you're alone and you're just like okay two single riders whatever mm-hmm. and then there's this part at the end where it's like they're like be careful because a hitch don't pick up any hitchhiking ghosts and they um they turn the cars the cars are on the track and they turn to face these mirrors and they're projecting holographs of ghosts onto the mirrors Uh and it looks like they're in the car with you well like imagine like they you get to that part and then you come out and like then you see in the mirror like the guy that sat next to you is just gone (laughs) holy shit man that would be fucking awesome Okay, so our next one is, it's called America Sings, and it used to be called Innovations. It's this big round building that rotates. Um, It used to show, um, oh, it used to be called the Carousel of Progress, where it would rotate and show futuristic and not futuristic things. (laughs) And uh, now it shows um, musical history for the past, 200 years or first 200 years of the United States anyway so I guess we'll do it a little differently we'll say what happened there first and then what happens after with the haunting so two weeks after it reopened as the um, America Sings a new ride operator um, we know her name uh, Deborah Stone not related to Disco Debbie though no. <laughs> this is an 18-year-old. I think Disco Debbie was a lot older. Um, or maybe not a lot older, but older. <laughs> um, she was killed when she was crushed between the wall and the moving audience oh. section. Oh, that's terrible. I know. Fucking Disney, man. All these employees died on their watch. And, oh, well, Disco Debbie had an aneurysm. You can't really blame Disney. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the, maybe it was because she was made to smile too much. <laughs> like that's like isn't that one of their rules? Like they have to always be smiling or something. I feel like my face would hurt. I know. Um, so now cast members on the ride hear a voice telling them to be careful. Mm. Like when they're like backstage doing stuff in intermission. Be careful, that kind of stuff. don't get crushed against the wall. Yeah, well, they also redid the ride. Like, it shut down for two days after she passed, and they put in breakaway walls. So that was Oh, okay. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Live and learn? Die, yeah. die and learn? That's, that's mean. 
I didn't mean it to be <coughs> as insensitive as that just came out. But oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I'm a horrible person. Um, they also say that they see a teenage boy haunting Amer- the America Sings building. And they um, there's two, two different uh, candidates for this, and they both died in much dissimilar fashion to each other. Um, there's there was this thing at Disney. It was called the People Mover. Mm-hmm. It was a low, a lower. It was on the ground, but it was like these cars that were open top cars, and they um, were on a tra- their own track and stuff. But they were slower than the monorail stuff like that. Um, but two different teenage boys died near the speed tunnel section of the people mover. They both were um, trying to either get out of the car or move from one car to the other and then fell onto the track, got crushed by the next car, got dragged. So these two, like Ricky Lee, Yama, and Gerardo Gonzalez, either one of them were are the candidates for this teenage boy because the speed tunnel where both the accidents happened near is right behind the America Sings building. So, yeah, they see the <clears throat> see these two around there. And this is why when the instructions are to remain seated and keep your hands and feet inside the car at all times, this is why we don't challenge that. Yes, safety first. Safety first. Okay, let's see. Who is next? What ride are we going to now? Is there a Haunted Mansion one? Yes, there is. <gasps> yes! <laughs> um, oh, the people over no longer exist at Disneyland. <laughs> so they've learned because those two were not the only two injuries on the people mover. They were just the only two deaths. Oh, God. <laughs> safety first, Disney. Safety first. Okay. Seatbelts. So the next one is the Matterhorn. <gasps> I haven't been on the Matterhorn. Don't go on the Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Matterhorn is like, they look like bobsleds. Mm-hmm. And they like, it's a big mountain and mm-hmm. two different tracks that go running around. So there was this woman named Dolly Young, and she got thrown out of her car on the Matterhorn and got hit. There's different accounts. Some say that she got hit and dragged by the next car. Some say she got decapitated by, like, (laughs) sorry, the cat's right next to me making noises. (laughs) yeah she was struck by an oncoming car some people say she was decapitated some say she was just dragged some people say they had to like dismantle the ride to get her out ow (laughs) (laughs) i just clipped her nails this morning too so they shouldn't be sharp sharp no but it's like she's dragged she's grabbing my shoulder really just it was like slow motion too she like (laughs) 
Yes, hello kitty. <laughs> I'm gonna try to take that out because. <laughs> okay, let's okay, see. Sorry, go ahead. Um. Okay, and um. They say they can't really determine exactly what happened, but they know that her seatbelt was unbu unbuckled. So. I was gonna ask if they had seatbelts. Yeah, she was in a single. She was in a car by herself. Some say that she unbuckled herself to tend to a child that was sitting in, in the seat in front of her. Some people say that she just it was just unbuckled for some reason, but they don't know why because she was riding by herself. So I don't know if I don't know how long the bobsleds are. If like she could be in all the way in the back and the kid was like all the way in the front. And there's a middle seat that I, the kid wouldn't know what was going on. I haven't been on that ride, but I would assume it's like the bobsleds at Seabreeze. Have you been on those? I'm not sure. I might have been. Probably I think, have. I feel like you have. I mean, so um, but they're like they're um, like two row. Only two row. Yeah. And like two person in each row, type thing. Or one. No, maybe it's two a piece. It's been a long time since I've been on it too, but like, I feel like I'm, the cars would be. I think I think they're too wide. That's what it looked like from the pictures I was looking at when I was going through stuff. But I mean, this was also in 1984. I don't know what year the pictures were that I was looking at, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they could have changed. So now they say they. Um, There's like, when the rides are over, the, the workers have to walk the tracks to like pick up loose objects and inspect things and stuff. And they say there's always this weird feeling and they call it either Dolly's drop or Dolly's dip where, oh, like, where she, she died. Came out. And um, they say there's like this weird feeling there all the time and also right in the center of the cavern of the middle of the ride where you go inside the mountain part. And there's work lights right at the entrance of the tunnel that are always blown out, like they never work. When you said that they, they walk the track to pick up objects, I thought you were gonna say they walk the track to make sure there's no bodies. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> like if that's your if that's your safety policy, maybe you should shut that ride down. Just a suggestion. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's a nice word. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's move on to It's a Small World. Is this the one where everybody drops the ashes of their loved ones? Uh, or no, that's the one in that. That. Or maybe it's both. I think that's Disney World, not Disneyland. I don't know. I mean, whichever one you can get to. I guess. Disneyland's the original. Yeah. I'm saying. Okay, so the small world ride, or, yeah, I guess it is a ride, because there's a thing. Um, it said, the story is that several cast members loved the small world ride so much that they came back to haunt it after they died. And so... I call bullshit. But go ahead. <laughs> I know. That part is like, really? They loved it that much. I feel like if I had to work in that ride eight hours a day, 
or however long, whatever, anything in in excess of one single ride through. Oh boy. <laughs> well, that comes through loud and clear. Do 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 do. Do, do, do. It also thinks it's two o'clock. It's not two o'clock. It's five fifty-five. <laughs> it's not even any o'clock. It's five minutes too. Um, shit! What were we saying? Oh, anyone who has to spend more than the a lot of allotted time of one circuit of that ride, I feel like that's enough for a lifetime. Never mind an after lifetime. Maybe it just bugs. <laughs> they must. Maybe sound doesn't like transcend dimensions. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But they um, lights turn on and off, and the dolls will keep dancing and singing after oh. hours, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. even when the electricity has been turned off. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. Fuck that shit. Nope. 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 Gone. Gone. Dolls are my. F- fucking i just got really loud sorry guys dolls are my fucking limit that's nope 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 let's move on to the haunted mansion please do okay so those dolls move after dark they didn't say anything about that they say that several real ghosts haunt the haunted mansion and how would you know between all the holographs well, aren't the holographs kind of cartoony? Or no? Ooh. Oh, no. No, no, no. Just the, just the three guys? Oh, are you thinking of the busts? The statue busts? Oh, maybe that's what it is. Um, those, so they changed a lot. I can't speak for Disneyland. I assume it's the same, but I've only been on that yeah. one. I've only been to Disneyland once. So I've only been on that one once. But the one in Disney World, and it's the same with um, like Pirates of the Caribbean, which like kind of pissed me off like they after these movies come out they redesign the rides oh. to match the characters from the movies which i get because then especially if you're bringing in a younger audience you want them to be like oh it's jack sparrow from the movies yeah but it makes me so sad because like that's not what i grew up with and it makes like i feel like i lost part of like history yeah. because now it's different and like one of the things that I hate that they changed in the Haunted Mansion was um, the the crystal ball lady. Yeah. So, like, that that room was always there, and they had the stuff, like, floating around and stuff, but after Madame the movie Leota. came out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's her name. After the movie came out, and I don't even see the movie, but um, or maybe I saw part of that. I don't know. But, like, they changed that whole room to match like the room from the movie and like they changed the face and the crystal ball to be like her face and like that kind of stuff i'm just like but just leave it the way it was it was fine you guys i liked it before okay so (coughs) where was i okay the mansion was uh, was built in the 60s the the one in disneyland um when it was being built, one of the designers um, was working in the seance room, and he kept hearing music coming from behind the walls. No. And he kept trying to investigate and trying to figure out where it was coming from. And finally, he decided to just put a speaker near the spot where the music was coming from to mask it. So the speaker apparently is a dummy, 
and the music just is playing. Shut your face. That sounds extreme. Huh? Extreme. Like still? Like they don't put music? I don't know. Um, I don't know about currently, but that's in the 60s, that's what he did. <laughs> oh, actually, it could be because when you're on the ride, the soundtrack, so it's like um, continuous and there's like a narrator yeah. and then they play the music and everything, but it's not coming from outside. It comes from the speakers inside your car. Oh. So I guess that's because you wouldn't know then if you were hearing music. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so, and they have a rumor that the seance book in this, or the spell book in the seance circle room um, is real, a real spell book. And, like, when cast members would come in in the morning to open the attraction, they'd find the book in a different place than it was supposed to be or where it was left the previous night. Because I'm assuming it's supposed to be, like, open on a table somewhere yeah and why like there's no reason it should move around there's no live actors in that ride yeah okay so and as you were talking about ashes i have a story about that yeah you do uh so a woman said that she wanted to um fulfill her son's wishes of becoming one of the haunted mansion ghosts so she brought her son's ashes with her to sprinkle on the ride. They turned her away and said, no, we don't do that. Don't do that here. And she snuck back anyway and did it. And now people see um, a small boy ghost crying near the exit. Like, he really didn't want to stay. They, um, I think there's, like, a sign now that says that because that's one of the popular... I mean, I feel it's all over Disney that people try to um, drop right. ashes. But because it's the happiest place on earth, and where else would you want your loved one to be? But yeah. um, I think that's one of them. I, I think that one, and, and maybe it's this. I feel like there's another one that there's specifically like a sign on the ride, like if we catch you sprinkling at, and they have cameras now that they monitor. Yeah. And if they catch you sprinkling the ashes, you're going to be ejected from the park. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay, so let's go to Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Okay, this one, there's not much, but supposedly there's this young boy seen on the um, ride monitors, the ones that, like, track the ships. Are they boats? boats? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. boats that go through the ride, um, like, I guess, make sure people are doing okay or whatever mm-hmm. they need to do. And they see a young boy. He's always seems happy and enjoying himself. But then the boat comes back to the loading area, and it's empty. Oh, so they see him on the boat. Yeah, they see him on the boat in the video. But then the boat comes back, and it's empty. Mm. So it was an empty boat going through there. Not, not a full one. <laughs> Unless it's the same boy that has figured out like a secret exit and jump ship. <laughs> Like, just to fuck with everybody. Maybe. Or maybe he lives in there. Like, in one of the sets. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> so, right on Main Street, um, this is um, la- second to last stop we'll make at Disneyland. 
on our Disney haunted tour. Yeah. Um, so diff- several different shops, they say they um, feel cold spots or are like there's like really creepy feelings in like this souvenir shops. That's the word I'm trying to say. <laughs> the tourist traps. And uh, sometimes people see faces in the windows, I guess, or something. Ew, I'm familiar with faces in windows, and I do not support <laughs> faces in windows in any way, shape, or form. And there's um, sightings of a lady in white. Um, it's like always a lady in white. <laughs> uh, wearing clothes from the, the turn of the 20th century, walking on Main Street. And some say that she was a woman that died on the property um, in the 1900s. It used to be an orange grove owned by, um, I forgot the name, Gonzalez family. I think that's what the last name was, along with uh, several other families. So I have one bone to pick with that. Pretty much all of Main Street USA is themed after like the turn of the century. Oh, it is? And um, I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're all like in those old timey clothes. They have the um, like the barbershop quartet type guys <laughs> and those guys that ride by on like the tandem motors or motorcycles, <laughs> bicycles, <laughs> tandem bicycles. So um, that would be my gripe with that. Like that could be anybody. Yeah. And also, if it is I, a ghost, it doesn't mean she necessarily died. Back then, it could be a cast member oh, wow. yeah. that worked there, and that was her uniform. Yeah, I couldn't find a whole lot on a, like a death of a f- family member or anyone about the Orange Grove owners or anything like that. So that's just what is hearsay. And okay, so last but certainly not least. Oh boy, hit me. In the firehouse on Main Street, there is an apartment above it where Walt Disney used to hang out. Yeah, there is. And he'd, like, observe, I don't know, what was going on on Main Street, I guess. (laughs) And um, he would let people know he was there by turning the lamp on in the window above the firehouse. (gasps) Oh, I So, um, Walt Disney died on December 15th, 1966, after battling lung cancer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was buried in Forest Lawn Cemetery in Los Angeles. I thought he was frozen. He was cremated, and then he was, that's where his ashes are buried. That's what it said. What? The story is always, uh, that I have always heard was that he had himself, maybe it was just a rumor, but I have always heard that he had himself frozen because he's so fucking rich that when they, in fact, Family Guy did a bit about it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, when they they brought him back. Yeah, because he he was like a famous anti-Semite. So they did the bit where they like unfroze him and the first thing he says is, are the Jews gone yet? And they were all like, no, and he's put me back in. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He was a terrible, terrible human being. Oh, but, um, I did not know that. Yeah. And I think, in fact, he terrible. did when with World War II, it, it, there was something with um, he was doing like like all the things that he made. Like he would do like 
everything also in German so that in case the Germans won, oh, he was ready to go. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, this, I mean, it could just be rumors, but, um, but regardless, he was a very outspoken anti-Semite. Like he, oh. he, yeah. Um, okay. but, but yeah, like, but that, I thought that was like the, the agreed upon like thing that he was cryogenically frozen so that when they like figured out how to like cure lung cancer and revive him, oh, they could wow. revive him and, and cure him and he would be like good to go for another hundred years or something. Oh my goodness. Um, that's not what biography said. <laughs> so clearly somebody is wrong. I feel like that's probably more accurate because cryo freezes. I think maybe not such a great thing. I don't no, know. we don't know how to undo that yet. No, I know. Okay. Well, that was the thing, like, freeze me for now when they figure out how to, like, revive How to it. unfreeze me and then cure my disease also. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly <laughs> that, though. That I was... Know, but, like, I mean, by that... The by, world's going to change so much by then, he's not going to have a clue what's going on. He's going to wake up and be like, are the Jews gone? And they're going to be like, what's that? <laughs> exactly. Like, we have no idea what you're talking about. What's, man. what's religion? We don't, we don't, that, that's archaic. We don't do that anymore. Okay, so anyway, back to Walt. So, shortly after his death, a cleaning woman was cleaning the apartment upstairs, noticed the lamp was lit, and she turned it off. She left the, bu- she left the building, um, gla- I guess, glanced back and saw the light was on. So, wait, you said it was lit. It was already on when she was went it? in to clean. Oh, for some reason, you say it was lit, and I'm thinking it was like a gas lamp or something. It was just a regular electric. I think it was just a regular light bulb lamp. Oh. Um, yeah, where was I? Oh, she, she saw it was on, so she went back inside, turned it off again. Uh, she went back out. It was on again. She went back in, turned it off. This time, she didn't leave the apartment, and she saw that it turned on itself right in front of her. Because he's like, no, bitch, I'm fucking here. Stop turning my lamp off. (laughs) And uh, nobody has turned the lamp off since, and it's been left burning ever since. And burning. But is that's it's not... Is that lamp burning right now, or is it on? But the filament's burning. That's what gives off the light. But who talks like that? You, apparently. Yes, me. Because I understood. <laughs> okay, so, I feel like we're going to put this to a vote. I need everybody to weigh in with their opinions. <laughs> if a lamp is burning, is it just a light bulb or is it a flame? Well, in the picture that we have that's going to be going up on the website, um, it looks like a regular lamp lit, not like an open flame up there. So that's what I think it is, regular lamp. Fine. I still want to vote. I'm going to put a poll on Twitter. Oh, and there is one more. Sometimes they say they, that Walt is, like, hangs out on the, in the gallery above Pirates of the Caribbean, too. But there wasn't a whole lot of information on that part of it. Do you know he built an apartment in the Cinderella Castle at Disney World? 
it was supposed to be an apartment for him and his guests, oh. and they don't turned. They, I was gonna say, don't they rent that out? Not anymore. They did. It was like ten thousand dollars a night, mm-hmm. and now they use it for special events for like giveaway, like contest giveaways. Oh yeah, and stuff. yeah. I've seen them like advertising that on funny home videos yeah. or something. But man, one day when I'm rich, I'm gonna hit them up and be like, "What do you want?" Yeah, that's what Above the Pirates of the Caribbean was was another apartment for. Walt well, to hang out, like, cause the firehouse one was small. Disneyland or Disney World? Cause Disneyland Pirates of Caribbean. Cause there's another one in the one in Disney World too, but it's not as like, I mean, it's still cool, and you're still <laughs> staying like above the ride in, like, the New Orleans section, yeah. which is awesome. But it's kind of a, like very standard of a hotel room, whereas the yeah. Cinderella Suite is like. Cinderella you've walked into a fucking castle with like sting they have a glass slipper like in a in a display case cool and like the bathroom is just like all stained glass and the huge tub and like all elaborate and like the plasma screen tv is like behind a hidden panel in the wall like <laughs> it's just so fun and you're staying in the fucking castle yeah like name your price take my money yolo <laughs> like come on can't take it with you that was fun. Thank you for sharing that. So when I came across that, it was like, this is so exciting. And I was like, Ames is going to be so thrilled. She's going to freak out. It's fucking awesome. Um, I had heard some of those before. Not all of them. And it's always fun to hear them again. Yay. Like, I'm all about, like, that's why I got so excited. So I was like, oh, I know this one. I know this one. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> um, we should go. We should go to Disneyland and do an investigation. Oh yeah, like how's that gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be going through like Space Mountain with a thermal camera and a voice recorder, <laughs> like going like down some hill or something. <laughs> like spirits here, talk to us in this microphone. I don't know. I can't um, ride Space Mountain, but it's a fun thought. <laughs> Yeah, there, I have a couple links that we're going to be putting on the uh, website for, like, stories. Okay. Like, other, like, people's personal stories of what they've experienced. Oh, yeah, and, um, yeah. Yeah, just if people can check things out. I think they have some pictures up on some of those. Okay, cool. I love pictures. That was fun. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, baby, you purse so loud. Can you get off of my, um, nope. Okay. She's climbing up my shoulder. Baby. You good talk? You good talk? Talk like this. Go talk. Hello. No? Do you have a story? Do you have a kitty story? A kitty story? A kitty haunting? Do you have a kitty haunting? Okay, nope, nope. You want to go? Okay. Oh my god, I'm covered in drool. Oh my goodness, cat. Oh, baby. Oh my god, it went down my sleeve. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Ew. I love you. You're perfect in every way. So, Ames, do you have a story? Oh, goodness. (laughs) I have a microphone covered in cat hair now. Um... (laughs) I do have a story. What was my story? It I, I was way off the fucking mark with this one. So, Sorry. well, you said an not uh, you said a not likely haunting. Not likely place to have a haunting. I, I I was trying to like give 
kind of clues, but like I didn't want to say like a place where you would be really happy because I think you would have gotten that too easily. I, I wouldn't have, but the so the way I interpreted it was um, that maybe it wasn't exactly. A, a haunting or it didn't oh. exactly involve a ghost which I was like okay but um it's a podcast about ghosts like what is she gonna do so and then I was like I really want a hint so we can like try and stick with a similar theme and the next thing that you texted me <laughs> was did you know on google street View- excuse me cat hi what are you doing stay um, the next thing you texted me was, did you know on Google Street View, if you go to Loch Ness, the, the little Street View guy turns into Nessie? <laughs> I thought that was my hint. Oh. So I was I'm like... Sorry. No, it's... And, I, like, I know that, like, because you've talked about the Loch Ness Monster before, and you love Ireland, so I thought that that was, like... A, so I was like, okay, so it's not really a haunting, but it's still kind of creepy and eerie, and it's kind of like a, a mythology, um, not... Not urban, like rural legend. It's not yeah. an urban legend, but lake um, legend. <laughs> yeah, like some kind of like mysterious, still like paranormal um, thing. This cat is always this cat is just funny. Like, trying to make her own room here, and like there's not there's not room for it, and she's drooling like the happiest little cat in the world. Um, so I was like, all right. Um, I was like, should I do like Bigfoot? <laughs> so now I'm really glad I didn't do Bigfoot. Yeah. But <laughs> so mine is not exactly a haunting, but it is the exorcism of Roland Doe, which ex- oh. um, inspired the the novel that led to the movie The Exorcist. Oh. Okay. So um demons and ghosts are different things. Yes. Demons, ghosts are spirits who were once human. Demons were never human um, and are, you know, pretty much just all around evil. Um, So it it kind of was, whoops, I dropped something. It kind of of fit into the theme that I thought we had. Um, Oh, well. But it's okay. It's still it's still gonna be a fun a fun thing. Maybe um, all of my information comes from Wikipedia. Oh. Okay. Uh, so I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Well, I mean, we're talking about ghosts. I mean, everything comes with a grain of salt, right? Or a shakerful. <laughs> or a shaker. Or you know, a com- an entire like salt mound. A whole a whole hill deposit. What is that? What you call it? Like where you like farms? Well, you don't farm salt. A salt mine. Uh, Harvest. Harvest. Salt harvest. <laughs> um, I salt harvest. That giant, that de- the Dead Sea, that's, it all comes with a Dead Sea, right? <laughs> um, so, so the exorcism of Roland Doe. So back in the late 40s, somewhere around like 1949-ish, this 14-year-old boy, um, of course, it's an alias because he was a kid, um, Roland Doe. Um, also sometimes referred to as Robbie Mannheim. Maybe that was his real name. I don't know. Um, but he was an only child. Him and his family lived in Cottage City, Maryland. Um, so I guess a big part of his childhood was he had no one like his own age to play with. 
and there was extended family in the house, so he spent his time with adults, yeah. mostly. So he had Aunt Harriet, good old Aunt Harriet, mm-hmm. um, as he spent a lot of time with her, and when he showed interest in, um, well, first, she was very, very spiritual okay. and into like fortune telling and stuff. Oh. I, I kind of got the, 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 um, the, just the vibe of, um, he expressed interest in Ouija boards. Uh Oh, don't play with Ouija boards. And that's exactly what they did. Nice. She encouraged it. She brought it, she brought him a Ouija board. They played with it. Um, no, bad. Bad Aunt Harriet. We don't... No, 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 no. Ouija boards are very, very bad. Bad, 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 bad. Um, so around, like, 1949-ish, there was no exact year. It just was late 40s. But I guess the kid was born somewhere around 1935, and he was 14 when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aunt Harriet dies, and almost immediately the family notices weird things start happening in the house. Um there are strange noises they can't explain. Furniture is moving on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, they see objects like vases flying or levitating. And um, okay. this all happened when Roland was somewhere in the vicinity. Okay. Um, so, which is funny because if it's when he's around. My first, I mean, granted, it's like the 40s. Like, who knows? But um, my first thought would be poltergeist. Yeah. activity right because it's somewhere it's around it's all centered around a teen although usually poltergeists are teenage girls but uh, teenagers yeah i was gonna say i don't think it's exclusive it's not not exclusive it just it tends to be females um we have more homo- hormones we're more powerful is what it is um we're more in touch with ourselves i don't know um but so um, the family, the parents, they go, they go to their family priest, uh, Luther Miles Schultz, uh, for help. So uh, Father Schultz um, arranges for, he hears everything that's going on, he arranges for Roland to spend the night in his home so he can observe this. And immediately, my granted, again, it's the 40s, but my immediate thing is, like, you're giving your teenage boy to a priest for the night. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, so that happened. You, you go to the location, things are happening, not to the boy. Oh, they see, my thought is you're giving your teenage boy to a priest. What are priests notorious for? Oh, yeah, that too. But, I mean, the other side is, like, you usually go to where the things are happening. Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess I could see it as, like, it's all happening whenever he's around. So they're thinking it's centered around him. So they think he's going to take it with them. So I think their immediate thing was that he was possessed. I think that was their like immediate thought. So they must be like really like super religious. I think like something, if something like just like this, that's where their thir- first thought goes. There has to be some reason. Like that's where their mind goes first thing. I mean, unless they knew about like aunt Harriet playing with the Ouija board with him and like, maybe they were against it and like, you, you know, know look, what look what you've done. You opened a doorway and now you have a demon. Um, yeah, I don't know. It didn't get that um, detailed, but they were, they do say the family was Lutheran. Not that that makes like a difference, I guess, but 
Um, so, I mean, I guess it, it wasn't a Catholic priest mm-hmm. yet. Um, anyway, so, so, so Roland spends the night at Father Schultz's house. Or maybe they don't call him father if they're not Catholic. I don't know, Lutheran. Sorry, guys. I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. So it's a priest is father to me. But um, so priest Schultz um, says that he witnessed objects and furniture moving on their own while Roland was spending the night. And he advises the family to seek out a Catholic priest because we're the ones that do all the exorcisms, I guess. I don't know. Um, so the family gets in touch with Roman Catholic priest Edward Hughes. Um, so Father Hughes um, gets Roland admitted at Georgetown University Hospital and begins the exorcism. They did um, it at a hospital? Yeah. Okay. Which, well, I mean, it makes sense because exorcisms, regardless of your beliefs, um, if you look at any like documented exorcism, they're mm-hmm. very, very dangerous and people have died. Yeah. Um, so I guess it makes sense. I feel like that's really progressive for the forties. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> um, we'd have to look into But this is the how the story goes. Yeah. Um so he begins the exorcism and now, and I also want to point out you have to, to do an exorcism through the Catholic Church. If you've ever seen like any of the Conjuring movies, they touch on this, and I feel mm-hmm. like also if you've seen The Exorcist, they discuss this. It's really you have to get approval from yeah. the Vatican. Like this Exorcist, the series too. There was like a lot of that. Like you had to get a lot of evidence. You, yeah, you have to jump through hoops. And one of the cases with the um, with the shit, which one was it with the Warrens? Um, it was I mean, the Conjuring movies are really, really embellished, but the Warrens were a real couple. They're real paranormal investigators, mm-hmm. parapsychologists, and um, he, Ed Warren, was. Um, I think he was. I think he was like. Um, I think he was ordained. Was he ordained? I don't know what the word for it is, but like he ended up. Um, um, doing, yeah, do. he ended up, well, the one he ended up doing like an emergency exorcism because shit got way out of hand and the Vatican was like dragging their feet, even though they had all of this evidence and the, um, I think the, was it the archbishop or the, not a cardinal, but one of the higher ups, like the, of the local, um, church, yeah. Um, was on his side and was like, holy shit, dude, like we got to do something. And then like, so he was like the go between between him and the Vatican and the Vatican was like, no, get us more evidence. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like you have video of this shit. And they ended up approving the exorcism like the day after Ed ended up doing it himself or something like that because Mm -hmm. shit just got so crazy that he was like, we need to do this now. Like fuck them. So for, for a Catholic priest to, to start doing an exorcism, like he, the, you have to go through steps and you have to get approval for it. So it's not like he could just be like, oh yeah, you're possessed. Let's tie you to a bed and start praying. Yeah. Um, so he brings, although they don't, they don't mention if somebody else was there with him, but I feel like there, there had to have been cause you don't, you don't do an exorcism on your own, but, um, they, so he ends up getting the 
the boy admitted to the hospital he starts the exorcism while he's doing it um while he's doing the while he's performing it roland slips one of his so he's he's tied down he's restrained to the bed he ends up slipping his hand out of one of the restraints reaches under the mattress and pulls out a bed a bed spring oh and like attacks the priest he ends up slashing his arm so they cut it short um so then after that the family goes to i guess they had family they had a more extended family in st louis um so they go to St. Louis, and it it says it was Roland's cousin, but it sounds like the cousin's grown. The cousin's like in in um, college or going to university or whatever. Um, so it says the cousin's attending St. Louis University, um, and he reaches out to one of his professors, Professor Raymond J. Bishop, who then also confers with um, an associate of College Church, William S. Bowdern, Bowdern, B-O-W-D-E-R-N, Bowdern, um, and they're they're both um, priests. Um, so they both go to see Roland at the cousin's house, and they both witness the bed shaking, mm-hmm. uh, more flying objects, and Roland's um, his voice changes to that really guttural. Like in the movie when like her voice should yeah yeah <laughs> and she starts speaking Latin and shit um, and he also exhibits aversions to anything sacred so I mean, that's like the holy water and the cross yeah. and everything um, so the archbishop grants permission for another exorcism um, so the second one takes place at the Alexian Brothers Hospital in South St Louis which is no longer there. It was torn down um, since this happened. But um, uh, let's see. Okay. In addition to Bowdern, two other priests, Walter Halloran and William Van Roo, uh, were called in to assist with this exorcism. So you've got three priests now. Mm -hmm. Uh, According to Halloran, uh, words such as evil and hell along with other marks manifested on Roland's body. Mm. Um, During the litany of the saints portion of the exorcism, the mattress began to shake. Roland also somehow managed to break Halloran's nose. I'm guessing that was like a headbutt because it doesn't say anything about him slipping his restraints this time. Um, after the exorcism, exorcism was completed, Roland was reported to go on to lead a completely normal life. Hmm. This is where shit gets shady. Uh-oh. So basically, it sounds like these two authors step in years later because we're jumping mm-hmm. in, ni- in a book published in 1993. Oh, yeah, and many years later. When, yeah, and when I was reading like their like like debunking or whatever or the like explanations yeah i kind of was already like uh, you're you're just a hater because mm-hmm. like yeah like with this kind of stuff and like anything like paranormal or unexplained there's always going to be the skeptics there's always going to be another explanation fine mm-hmm. but it's like these guys just stepped in with and just straight up was just like you guys are full of shit this didn't happen so okay. 
So we've got, um, in 1993, author Thomas B. Allen published uh, Possessed, the true story of an exorcism. Um, He, and granted, I haven't read this book. I kind of want to out of curiosity because I I like to get stuff straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. And this is Wikipedia. So, like, you know, everything's paraphrased. and But, um... He, so this, according to, to this, he basically just says, um, he was a deeply disturbed boy and suffered mental illness and there's no such thing as possession. Uh, another author, and it doesn't cite what book this is from, but, uh, Mark Opsasnik, um, he just goes through and just basically just... This was all straight up bullshit. Um, claims the boy faked the whole thing, was a talented prankster and trickster, and only did all of this to fool his friends and his mother. Um, also claims that everything is hearsay and that there's no evidence at all of any hospital admit- admittance or any exorcism. Um, and then he says that Hughes never even attempted the exorcism at all and that Roland put those marks on his body himself. Mm-hmm. I have several issues with this because like we just talked about, you can't just go willy nilly and be like, I'm going to exercise these demons. Yeah. You have to get, you have to submit evidence. You have to get approval. You go through, um, yeah. And you have to go through like the levels. Like you can't just jump ahead and be like, call the Vatican yourself. Like you have to go to your boss who goes to his boss, who goes to yeah. his boss. Um, chain of command. That's what I'm trying to ah. say. Um, yeah, you have to go through. You can't just like jump in and just willy nilly decide to do this. Um, and they have to. So they have to give you the approval and everything. And also, you're talking. I mean, I feel like how bored must all of these priests be, <laughs> especially in two different cities. Yeah. To just sit back and be like, yeah, I feel like doing an exorcism. I've got nothing else going on. I might add some spice into my life. Like, I, I like, I don't see that happening, and yeah. two different times. And they even like, like doing these exorcisms. Like, you know, <laughs> I feel like generally, I mean, I, I'm far from like a, a firsthand source for this, yeah, but my feeling is, my feeling about it really is. You gotta prove to a priest that something's going on, cause yeah. they're not gonna just jump on. Like I can't imagine that's like a. I mean, unless they're looking for it. But you have multiple. You have multiple priests here. It's like five at the most, like altogether. There's at least. There's at least. Yeah, five different priests are named. Um, the family priest from the Lutheran church and then and then Hughes is the Catholic priest from Georgetown and then you have the three from St. Louis. Yeah, that's that's a lot of and I mean there's you have Georgetown and St. Louis like it's not like there are cities right next to I mean granted maybe I mean the religious community maybe they connected but also it's 1949. Yeah. So it's not like we had, like, Facebook <laughs> to just, like, go on, like... Hey, look at the exorcism that got cut short. <laughs> yeah. 
or like let me let me tag you on facebook in this you know what i mean like it's not like communication was not that accessible and you're talking you're like halfway across the country so i mean unless there's some other connection i mean there could be but also i can't granted the whole thing with the catholic priests and the boys and everything it like it just destroys so much credibility but i and maybe it's like the the catholic in me that i'm like i don't think that they would just make stuff up but it's like who knows they're still human you know but at the same time i can't like what what would you gain from sitting there saying i saw these marks like show up on this kid and then so the one author opsasnik he says he says there's um no evidence that anybody was injured so he's basically calling these priests straight up liars and saying like that kid never pulled a bed spring and slashed your arm that kid never broke your nose like that never happened Mm -hmm. and that but then he also says he says that the kid used his there's no proof that he didn't make those marks on himself um with his own that he didn't do it with himself with his own fingernails um it says a determined so he, they quote him oh no I'm sorry this is this is um, he did say that but then they, they quoted um, this guy Joe Nickel um, who who is known as a an a prominent skeptic and investigator of the paranormal um, oh what did he do with Jack the Ripper what he has helped expose such famous forgeries as the purported diary of Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Okay, congratulations. You can analyze handwriting. I don't know. Um, but um, he's he's quoted as saying, I just lost the quote. Um, oh, here it is. Okay. Um, so he dismissed suggestions that the supernatural forces made scratches or markings or caused words to appear on the teenage body in unreachable places saying a determined youth probably even with without a wall mirror could easily have managed such a feat if it actually occurred although the scratch messages prolifer- proliferated sounded out aims um they never again appeared on a difficult to reach portion of the boy's anatomy on one occasion the boy was reportedly seen scratching the words helen christ on his chest by using his own fingernails but it doesn't say by who saw that because if everybody's saying he was tied down to the bed and the markings appeared well who saw him do it himself yeah that's so really i i mean it's one of, i mean it's one of those just like you know, take it with a grain of salt and everything, but regardless, it we got the exorcist out of it. So, and there are so many other, like, exorcism stories. But this is, like, I guess this is, like, the holy grail of them since it kicked off, like, the whole Hollywood thing. And then they say that it was just, like, a ploy for attention and a good way. It ended up being a good way for Hollywood to make a buck because I'm sure that's what their foresight was yeah. 30 years previous. 25 years previous like oh let's do this now and then maybe in 25 or 30 years there'll be a big hollywood blockbuster about it and we'll be dead and we won't get any reward (laughs) ah 25 years they're still alive (laughs) now they're probably dead but um 
But yeah, so that's the exorcism of Roland Doe. Interesting. Yeah. Totally not related to Disneyland at all. Not at all. I was way (laughs) off the mark. I went, you went happiest place on earth. I went demonic possession. (laughs) So this one's happy demons. Happy. I mean, we could just send (laughs) Roland over to Disneyland and, right? They'll equal each other out. Sure. Why not? Oh, what do you guys think? Hit us up. Oh, <laughs> like you're looking. I was like, "What are you? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to?" Oh, she doesn't know that we're recording. <laughs> she thinks we're just sitting around talking. Surprise! Your iTunes official now, Mel. Yay! Um, yeah. Send us your emails. Send us your tweets. Send us your Instagrams. Can you send an Instagram? That's not how that works. I don't know. That's not. That's not what that is. Um. <laughs> But tweet at us, uh, comment on our Instagram, comment on our website, um, myfavorithaunting.com. Instagram is myfavehaunting, F-A-V, haunting. Um, Twitter is at mhaunting. Thanks, Twitter, for that. Um, And then the biggest, bestest help of all is to subscribe to us on iTunes Podcasts and rate us. Review us if you feel like typing something out. Yay. You don't have to. Oh. Be cool. <laughs> How else will we improve? Exactly. Um, or if you really don't give a shit, hit subscribe in five stars and then just never listen to us again. We don't care. <laughs> we care a little bit. But not too much. We love us. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. No. But it would be really cool of you. Maybe we should start like a Kickstarter. No, I'm not Kickstarter. What? Um, what? GoFundMe? No. What are you talking about? No. Um, like a uh, Patreon? But not Patreon because that's work. But one of those things where people just like donate money to you. <laughs> just for whatever. Yeah, good job. <laughs> job, guys. Here's five bucks. Go buy a <laughs> Snickers bar. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. You know what, though? T-shirts. Uh could make t-shirts would you guys wear t-shirts with like a hand-drawn ghost on it Mm -hmm. i don't know i could say my favorite haunting oh my god no you know what i could do is take that fucking face from my kitchen window (laughs) and screen print it on a (laughs) t-shirt i'm kidding i'm not gonna do that that's work just give me money. No, I'm kidding. No, this is, we just do this for fun. We're not getting paid. There's no advertising or anything, but we want you all to enjoy it too. So please give us feedback. Sing our yeah. praises. If you, ooh, the other really cool thing you can do is if you enjoyed this, tell a friend. Oh, yes. Let everyone know. Word, Word of mouth is the the best. Advertising? The Oh, I was going to. I was trying to be clever. Uh, like I was like, the word of mouth is the best of mouth. <laughs> best of That's mouth. That's why I fizzled because because I I knew before best, I finished. The best way to spread germs. <laughs> mm. This is why we're not sharing microphones too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, is that it? I think that's it. That's it. Thanks. Cool. So another one in the can and. Stay spooky. That was that was that was cute.
keep it spooky. Is it keep it spooky? I think keep it spooky. Don't use Ouija boards. Yes. Do not use Ouija boards. Don't be Aunt Harriet. All right. (laughs) One, two, three. Keep Keep it spooky. spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're such dwarves.